Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blotsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mike, but I am exhausted. It has oh, been a, It's been a long week and weekend for me. And I seem to have developed this little bit of like a cough or something. It's just it's just a nightmare. The whole thing, top to bottom. Oh, that's that's fun. And yeah. it's great because it's the first time that we've chatted since you've uh, you went on your trip. Cause I know. And then and then tomorrow at five in the morning, I'm waking up and heading back to the airport. So, uh, you know, that day job, man, it keeps me busy. It sounds like. <laughs> Although <laughs> your last trip was not day job related. So. It was not. No, the last one was fun. It was a fun trip. Yes. So I mean, which we'd like to hear about because there's some stuff, you know, we'll, we'll chat about that and how, how going on a, a treat. How going on a treat? How going on a trip was with uh, with a wee baby? But we'll get into that. First things first. This is the clearly the most important thing. Clearly, okay. what is it? What is it, Mike? Especially after last week's episode, did you watch Game of Thrones already? Oh, Mike, I definitely did watch it. <laughs> and you know it was... what? I'm, we're not going to talk spoilers on this episode. No, we're, this we're recording this like right after the episode aired. I mean, obviously, people aren't going to hear it till almost a week later, but still. We're not going to talk about any season eight spoilers. This was the first time that I've ever actually watched a Game of Thrones episode live. We did purchase Crave and we've been watching it through our cable provider. Mm -hmm. And so we watched it live. We weren't sure if we were going to get William down to sleep before it started. He went to sleep like 20 minutes before it started. So it was like perfect timing. The anticipation of an episode has never been that high before because normally we're watching, you know, it the next day after it's aired where we've, you know, found a stream of it or, or some other likely way to watch the episode. So it'll be like, oh, you ready to watch it? Yeah, let's watch it. And then we would watch it and it would be done. Right. This this was like hours and weeks you know like because we knew we were going to be watching it live just weeks of anticipation like i was sitting there there's that countdown that they did at the beginning where it was like the new season starts in yeah 10 seconds or whatever it was just like oh my god like i was like frothing at the mouth to watch a new episode I don't know how about you. I would- yeah. Oh, that was the same with me. I cause well, like we talked about the last episode, like I started watching I think when season six was airing or something like that. So I had gotten accustomed to oh, cliffhanger? No problem. Let's just watch the next episode. But then last season, I started watching it live. Uh, one of my friends got HBO specifically for the show. So we would all go to their house, watch it, and then you know, have to wait a week and a week and a week after each episode. Right. So I'm kind of used to it, but I wish I had all of them right in front of me so I could just binge the crap out of it. Why wasn't it just an eight hour movie? Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's right. I mean, why not? <laughs> just put it in the theaters. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, man. But it was good. I, I, you know, no spoilers and stuff. I really liked it. I had one person say it was kind of boring, but it's like it's the first episode of the season. Yeah. It, you it's gotta, setting up the entire season. Yeah. I, there's some big things like characters who haven't seen each other in seven seasons are, yeah. are seeing each other for the first time. It was awesome. It was awesome. Do you do you get that feeling every time you watch the show? You know, it's an hour long. It's like it's and it's a legit hour. It's not, mm. you know, 44 minutes or whatever. Um, do you ever feel like it lasts like 15 minutes? Yes. Last night's episode, I felt like it was done in like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, oh, crap, it's like 10 o'clock already. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where did yeah. the time go? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, very exciting. We will definitely talk more about Game of Thrones in the future. But yes. I thought I thought after last week's entire episode about uh, about Game of Thrones that it would be fun to start off with that. But also there was a correction from last week's episode where we were talking about Game of Thrones. Okay. Laura, Laura has mentioned to me, she started to listen to the episodes on a regular basis. She has a lot more time now. So she's begun to write down things that that happened and that we've talked about on the episodes that should be corrected. Sure. Because we got them wrong. And of the Game of Thrones episode, there was only one that she really pointed out to me. And it was that I kept saying the lo- the wrong name for the the woman who took over Dorne. I called her Illyria Sand, and that's not her name. Oh. Sir, what's, or no, what's no, her actual it, name then? <laughs> no, no, I think I have that right. I think it, her name actually is Illyria Sand, and I said Ilya Sand. Oh. And Ilya oh, okay. was Prince Oberyn's sister. She's Ilya Martell. He's like, you raped and murdered her. Anyway, that bit. That's I, This is where my confusion came. But Laura felt that this was an important fact to note. So right, I, okay. have, I have fixed that. But I mean, I have so many corrections from the episode before. Recall, if, recall, if you will, we recorded two episodes back to back because you guys were going away. So I have a huge list of corruption, corruptions. corruptions, corruptions. Wow. Are you making money on this podcast, Mike? Yeah, I'm. I'm very corrupt. I am <laughs> bribe all over the place. Yeah. Like, okay. That, all right. That, so, what do you want to do? You want to just rifle them all off, or I feel like we should like make something of this. Next okay. time, one of our wives gives us a big list of corrections, we can have something like, "Oh, it's Corrections Corner" or some <laughs> something with like a yeah. silly jingle. I'll find something. Yeah. I'll edit it in here, and everyone will be like, "Wow, that was nice." Okay. There it is. That was nice. See? There's that thing that I edited in. Yeah. I'm very impressed, Mike. Oh, well, you should be. So, the things that I have been given. Here's this. Listen. This is papers. I I can see. We we do this with video chat, and I can see. That's like a scroll that sort of bounces in front of you. Yes. So, so, corrections. Huckleberry. This is the app that we were talking about. Uh-huh. And we were talking about the, the science behind the app, and, and I didn't quite understand, and you said it probably seemed like the, the sleeping plan that you guys have been using. But Laura says that it is an algorithm based on kids' sleep pattern. So one and a half to two hour wake periods, and then it predicts the sleeping sweet spot from that. And how many naps based on the kid's own sleep. And at his age, at, this is William, at William's age, he needs three to four naps a day. So this is where the statistics are coming from that we're getting. We're putting in the information of when he's having his naps, and it's spitting out the predicted sweet spots of when he should be sleeping based on that information. Thank you, algorithms. It has still been going quite well for us, even though some time has passed. The the algorithms do a fantastic job of predicting when he's going to sleep. There are, are lots of moments where we literally just put him down after he's been put into his sleep sack and and, and put in a dark room. We just put him down. Right, right. AI gone. raising our children already. Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. We also talked about Laura's pumping a couple weeks ago. We talked about how the fact that she was told that she should switch to 21 flanges or whatever they were, like the, right, the funnels. Right. She was told to switch to that because it would help and she would produce more milk. The answer to that is no. There is no difference for using those smaller 
the smaller flanges. So she went back to 27s because 27s were doing better for her. So it's, there you go. So It's almost like experts in the field might know more about it. <laughs> well, that I, that's that was the thing is we were originally told by the lactation consultant that she needed to have that and then yeah. other moms told told Laura. This was the moms group thing. Yeah. Other moms told her that she should do the other thing and turns out doesn't work very yeah, well. Other moms are wrong. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Sleep training. William was too young before. Now, this is when you asked us about why we didn't do the same sleep training that you guys were doing. So, William was too young before, and he needed to be older. As I switch the pages here. Okay. Baby led weaning. We are waiting for the pediatrician to okay. So, this is why we haven't started doing this, which apparently this is something that you brought up last time. You're like, why aren't you guys feeding him? Or something to that effect. I did? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, this, this no, these notes were given to me like two weeks ago. So right. forgive All me. Right. Sure. I'm, sure. I'm probably completely massacring the message here. But these are the notes as they are written down. I am reading them verbatim. The context I probably have forgotten. Right, so, okay. <laughs> so we have been waiting for the pediatrician to okay due to his premature status to, before we can start feeding him solid foods. And... Oh, she wrote, sometimes I think Chris forgets we're technically behind by two months. Right. Because he's premature. So This sounds like an attack on me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what all these notes sound like. We are going to make our own baby formula. This is something that was asked, not formula, baby food. Baby baby food, yes. We discussed that in a previous episode. I said, I think we are. The answer is yes. This is the confirmation that we need. Okay, cool. The... Mom group that we were talking about. So this was... I said that she's in a mom group. I'm pretty sure that it started on on This Reddit is that, that or, Reddit offshoot one? Yes, yeah. yes. So she said it started on Reddit. Reddit is pro-vax, anti-stupid in that regard. Because this was a thing that you were mentioning. That you were like, oh, it's the... what? I hate those mom groups. And not, I'm suspicious of those mom groups and their crystal healing methods and etc, etc. So... Yes. Yes, so she was saying that in this case the... The mom group is pro-vaccination, anti... I just I just read it. Anti-stupid. Anti-stupid. So, you don't need to worry about that in, from what you were saying previously. So, that, that will conclude this edition of Corrections Corner. I'm sure there will be more next week to correct the things that I said. This Corrections Corner... That's right. Or when I, when I say apparently more inflammatory things. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps so. Perhaps so. Yeah. So... So there we go. Now that those corrections are out of the way, I don't know if, if, if you had any corrections from, from Tiff, but we can include those in future corrections corner in the first in the future. Yeah, so. no, I think I think my slate was pretty clean this time. I, I think it was pretty good. So maybe she didn't have time to listen to two episodes worth of, <laughs> yeah, of podcasts while you guys were away in, in Virginia. But uh, yes, this is the thing. This is what we were I wanted to talk about. You guys went away. For how long you're gone? About a week or so. We were gone, yeah, just shy of a week. I think it was like six days. But but the the thing to me that is interesting is it was a road trip with the baby. It was. How did the road trip with the baby go? It actually honestly went shockingly well. My definitely my initial reaction was the same <laughs> as what you just gave me there. Mm-hmm. You know, ten hours in the car with a you know five month old child, or I guess almost six months old. I was kind of expecting it to be a bit of a nightmare, 
But to be honest, like he did pretty well. We had one advantage. We traveled with Tiff's sister in the backseat. Mm-hmm. Not to say that one of us couldn't have sat in the backseat or anything, but when it came to sort of bottle time and stuff, it was easy for her to sort of reach over and just feed him and stuff what he needed. But, you know, like, to be honest, he didn't really complain or get too fussy or anything like that. And he also didn't need kind of constant attention. Um, part of me definitely thought that, you know, you'd have to play with them basically every minute of the trip otherwise he'd start getting all crazy or whatever but uh, this certainly wasn't the case the only sort of i guess cheater thing that we did was we left early on both days on the way there on the way back so on the way there we left at three in the morning so that basically he slept for about four hours before he woke up mm-hmm. um, you know because he was still in nighttime mode and on the way home was five o'clock in the morning we left that's but early. Overall, That's- overall was good, man. I mean, we didn't we didn't make any extra stops. Part of me thought we were going to have to stop and kind of walk around a little bit and everything like that. The only thing we did do is when we did stop for lunch and in gas and stuff, we sort of spent an extra 5 or 10 minutes just to stretch the legs, but that was about it. That's good to know. Like Yeah, like- I I was genuinely and pleasantly surprised at, at well, how well it went. So How many hours was the drive? If you were to drive straight through it would be about nine and a half hours. So by the time, you know, we stopped for gas and everything, it was about 11 hours, maybe 11 and a half hours. Because I, I feel like being trapped in a box with a baby for 11 hours would would be catastrophic. And and you say it wasn't so bad. Because like, I know from William's point of view yeah. that once he's you, doing something. Him. Yeah, I asked him. Yeah, and okay, he, good, you know, good. We, we have good source. chats. Yeah. We have good chats. I, I find that, like, if he's sitting in one place for too long, he gets bored and he gets fussy and then he starts freaking out. Yeah. So, that, I feel like that would be an issue in, in an 11-hour, etc. So, it's, so to speak, 11-hour car trip. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that when William's in a car, he's asleep. Like, he conks out. Like, he's right, right, right. out. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know if that, that would be something... I'm. Did he spend a lot of time asleep? Other than sort of the initial part of the trip, right, where he was still in in sleep mode, he just sort of slept for his usual nap amounts, right? So 45 minutes to an hour Mm -hmm. every nap, and then he'd be awake for about an hour, hour and a half, then go back down to sleep for another 45 minutes to an hour. I definitely thought he would get bored. And I think I I said it already. I, I definitely thought we would have to play with him constantly. But yeah. I think, you know, we kind of hung some toys and dangled them from, you know, over top. So he had access to stuff. And but I, I think just kind of looking out the window and sort of seeing all the things, too, because like the trip wasn't exclusively highway. So like there was trees and mountains and stuff for him to see. I feel like that kind of kept him a little bit entertained as well. But, yeah, overall, I he did pretty well i mean there was never a like hour where he was screaming for the entire hour or anything like that you know like i said at most it was kind of five ten minutes and that fussiness was i'm hungry i want my bottle right which is the same fussiness he'd give you if you were on the couch at home so so yeah i mean i i was really happy and then when we got to the actual place you know we brought the pack and play and popped them in there and we brought our white noise and everything like that and you know he slept pretty well <laughs> I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. 
Well, that's good. Yeah. And as far as the actual trip went, it was awesome. He got to see his, I guess, great-grandparents and all of his cousins and cousins once removed and twice removed and all that type of stuff. you were there for a wedding, correct? Yes. We we went there indirectly was for the wedding, but we got to see all Tiff's cousins and their kids and stuff as well, which was really nice. So, And all their kids, I think the oldest is six and the youngest, I want to say, is two. So they were all super happy to play with Ben and, you know, share their toys. And one tried to give him marbles and it's like, uh, no, no marbles. No marbles. <laughs> Little too young for marbles. But, so <laughs> yeah, wait, you right. say the youngest was two, but I saw pictures or video of Ben with another baby. Oh, that is Tiff's childhood friend's child. Oh, yes. okay. That's right. KJ. KJ. Baby KJ. Baby KJ. Is it like Ken Jr. or something? Uh, I, is it Ken Griffey Jr.? I wish it, I wish it was. <laughs> I don't honestly remember what the actual name is. But uh, but yes, they all call him KJ. But uh, yeah, the reason, well, obviously it was exciting to see, you know, the childhood friend and stuff. But KJ, yeah. I think, was born two weeks after Ben. And he's also a big boy. So it was mm-hmm. nice to see that there's other, you know, all those big babies got to stick together, Mike. Yes, this is true. Yeah, and that's right. I, well, I'm glad to hear that the trip itself was a, a big success and and i will say another thing that i felt was a big success was the snack run that you guys went for us i really appreciate that i gotta say <laughs> yeah the u.s's snack game mike it is top notch oh it's ridiculous like laura actually found we were talking about stupid crap like because i'll just list off the stuff that we gave sure. you guys a shopping list that was like oh get this and then and get this too, like like just it, it started <laughs> and it kept adding as the yeah. trip went on. There was more items. Added we added to it. we added things during the trip. Like yeah. we, you, we were talking to you during WrestleMania, and there was an ad during WrestleMania for vanilla orange Coke. And Laura's like, "That sounds delicious," and just messaged Tiff immediately. It was like, <laughs> "Can you give me some vanilla yeah, orange?" Advertising Coke? works, right? <laughs> it does. It does. So we ended up. You guys got us some of the vanilla orange Coke. You guys picked me up some cereal. I am a cereal whore. Like, when it comes to cereal, it's like my comfort food. If there's anything I could just sit and eat and be happy, it would be cereal. There's no real specific cereal. Like, there's a lot. I have favorites of cereal. Sure. But, you know, I could, you could give me most cereal and I would be a happy camper. But there are some cereals you can only get in the United States. And some sta- cereals are entirely different. For example, Corn Pops. Corn Pops is completely different in the U.S. than it is in Canada. And so I got you guys to get me two boxes of Corn Pops because I'm like, I'm going to go through this so fast. I'm not going to enjoy it. Like, I, it'll just be done. And then, you know, so I got you guys to get me two boxes. So yeah. you got me that, thankfully. There was also Fruity Pebbles, which it looks like Fruity Pebbles recipe has changed since the last time I had it. So oh. I haven't... I haven't tried it yet, so oh, I, I was going to say, did did you try? It? Were you unsatisfied with your purchase? No, so far I've only been eating the the corn pops because I have okay. so, so far, much corn so pops. Far, so yes. good, yes. And then the the spray cheese in a can that is uh, some ma- sort of sorcerous magic that you can only get in the United States. That <laughs> yeah, that Laura was like, you should just not bring that back. 
Like, <laughs> she told Tiff, just forget that. And I'm like, like, no, don't forget that. That's important. Speaking of the spray cheese, Tiff introduced me to the the Virginian delicacy of Lay's chips and yes. spray cheese. But oh. there's a real science to it, Mike. You have to oh, find the you have to find the chip that's curled over on itself. Yes, and then yes. fill the inside of the chip with the spray cheese. I understand that. I understand that. Yes. My yeah. thing is with spray cheese, I my palate of choice for the spray cheese is Triscuit crackers. Oh, uh, yeah. I can see that being good. Although, in this case, I might have misstepped slightly. I got regular Triscuits because I know that's already good. And then I got gar parm, the garlic parmesan Triscuits. Right. And that's not as good. Can, can we just have an aside conversation about Triscuits for a second? Yes, yes of course. Because I, I love... <laughs> I love that you lean in on that too. Um, <laughs> I love Triscuits. They are my favorite cracker. Yes. But I do not find that Triscuits, like the flavored Triscuits, I don't think Triscuits do the flavors well. They can. And it's another American version. There's okay, a, which, is, which is the one that you like then? There's a cheddar cheese. It's the same. It's not the triangle one, but there's like a cheddar cheese squared one okay. that, that I loved. I found delicious. And that when you pair it with the spray cheese, is phenomenal. But I didn't want to ask for crackers on top of cereal sure, yeah. and spray cheese and Oreos, because we also got Oreos from you guys as well. We got uh, the Red Velvet Oreos. Which are shockingly good. They were so good. I was I, very surprised. I was going to say, I don't, I'm not like a, oh my God, Red Velvet is amazing kind of person, mm. but those Oreos were top notch. <laughs> <It's, laughs> they it's, were I really think it's, good. I think it's the cheesecake cream. Is what Maybe. really sets it over the top. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was delicious. Yes. So I was a big fan of that. But we actually found, after we were talking to you guys about some stupid things, because Laura, so I was like, I don't know why you got them to get you corn pops. Corn pops you can get here at any store in Canada. And then I explained to her, I'm like, no, they're different in the States. It's a different consistency. Something about it is different. So she ended up Googling like what the difference is. It all comes down to like regulations in the US versus regulations in Canada. They're right. essentially the same product, but how they're manufactured is different. So it comes out to be a different consistency and a different like texture as well. Oh, so but it's not even it's not even ingredients then. Yeah, it's, it's like essentially liter- the same. It's literally the manufacturing process. Essentially, yeah. Wow. And to put it in an example, the corn pops in the States are like a poof. Like it's kind of like a giant poof thing. Yeah. And the corn pops in Canada are like round balls, like hard round balls. Like that sounds bad to say. You know, like Reese <laughs> Puffs, the yeah, Reese peanut yeah. butter cereal is like a hard round. It's like that, but it's corn pops. So essentially, they have kind of a same taste, but the consistency is completely different. And I just like the United States version just way better. Yeah. So I, I want to say it's like a, a a regular cheesy versus the crunchy cheesy. Basically, yeah, that's yeah. a great example. Yeah. yeah. But Laura found this website on Instagram where they they review weird ass American food, like. Okay. Like, for, for example, Red Velvet Oreos. They reviewed Red Velvet Oreos. Well, they are also posting about buttered popcorn Oreos, which are coming soon. Oh, that just sounds disgusting. <laughs> I I would definitely try buttered popcorn Oreos. Oh, I, I, would, I would try all of them, but I yes. do not think I would like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably true. I'm trying to think what else. There's fruit lucky, Fruity Lucky Charms now. Which okay. they actually do have here in Canada. I picked those up. 
and Trix is back in Canada. So I'm glad I didn't ask you guys to pick me up Trix because that would have been wasted. Because I mean, yeah. I just could pick them up at the store right now. But the the fruity Lucky Charms, they they took the the pieces kind of taste like one of the Trix flavors. Like you know how there's a, a kind of a medley of fruit flavors. In sure, Trix? yeah. Well, there's the one flavor, and then it's marshmallows. So that's the difference between. Fruity Lucky Charms and regular Lucky Charms. but I think, uh, speaking of the Lucky Charms, I think we actually saw, I want to say it's Fruit Loops combined with Lucky Charms. Really? What? Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure, because they're made by the same company, aren't they? I think so. I think yeah, they're both We're going to have to fact check that for next episode. But Maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw it. But it, it was basically Lucky Charms marshmallows mixed in with, with Fruit Loops. I, I'm... I, Feel fairly confident in saying that. See, I would have ate that if you'd picked that up too. Yeah. You guys could not find one item on my wish list, and I was so sad. What one? So sad. The Rice Krispies treat cereal. Oh, no, we didn't see it. That is my favorite cereal ever. And we've brought that back for you before. I well, that, that yes, but that's that's the entire epic, like. The entire reason that I was like, oh, I should ask them to pick me up cereal is because you guys, the last time you guys came back from Virginia, you had it and you're like, we have way too much cereal. And then I kind of showed up and I was like, you guys got Rice Krispies cereal. Oh my God. I'm freaking. And then you're like, just take it. We're not going to get to it. And yeah. and I was a very happy boy. What a good friend. I mean, yes, holy cow. Definitely. But <laughs> I, I was, I asked for two boxes of that as well, but unfortunately you did not deliver. Uh, <laughs> no, no, the the Walmart and Food Lion down there definitely <laughs> dropped the ball. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> on that. For all we know, it's a limited time thing, and we just missed it. Unfortunately, Maybe. we we actually found chocolate covered Rice Krispie square bites. Really delicious. They were yeah. delicious. I can imagine that being really good. Yeah, they were like, they were kind of like one inch by one inch cubes, just completely mm-hmm. dipped in white chocolate and and regular chocolate. Man, so good. Yeah, that does sound delicious. Yeah, like. Really delicious. If you make it to our house in the next week or so, there might be some left. <laughs> I better. I have been powering through the mic. I will make plans to be there tomorrow when you're gone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you have to look after my wife for me. So I'll do what I can. Yeah. I have my own wife and son to look after too. So <laughs> that's right. But all in all, you had a you had a great trip. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was a fantastic trip. And everybody was excited to see us because I mean we only go down once a year, right? Which is mm-hmm. unfortunate, but it's just. It's so far to drive. It's tough to go more than once. Great grandparents are very ready for Ben to be, I think, like four or five years old because they've got a go kart and they've got all kinds of power oh. toys and everything. Wow, that's oh yeah, that's it, it is a. I wish I was six years old again because that would be the <laughs> greatest place to go. But awesome. uh, yeah, no, it was great. It was great. I forget who it was. One of the cousins was like, oh, we should take Ben to uh, the backyard and go shoot some guns. And it's like, eh. <laughs> no, let's just let's just wait just a couple of years. Yeah, we'll shoot some guns later. Wait till he's at least eight months old. Yeah, until he, he can guns. feed himself. You know, that, <laughs> that'll be good. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. But, uh, but otherwise, Ben's doing good. You've had a good week or so. with like Because we haven't talked since you got back, really. Uh, no, I know Laura was true. over there last week with you guys, which yeah. is how she she delivered the grocery bonanza that you guys brought us. Yeah, no, he's so, doing he he's doing good. He's made a I feel like a ton of kind of leaps in the last two three weeks. You know, mm-hmm. even f- just a little bit before we moved, because now he's I want to say Mike, he's like a week or two away from crawling. 
He's mm-hmm. kind of got all the things figured out now, and it's just a matter of sort of piecing them together. So he really? does this kind of weird baby thing where he gets up on his hands and his knees, and he sort of rocks his body forwards and backwards, mm-hmm. and then sort of catapults himself forwards like three inches. You know, then he lands on his chest and kind of gets back up and then does the same thing again and again. So I think he's just kind of got to figure out how the, the sort of like the shuffle thing works. So that's pretty good. And he's, uh, you know, he's doing well on the feeding thing and he wants stuff and he, I think he's trying to walk all over the place now too. So yeah, that boy, he's, he's becoming a handful. And then speaking of, you know how we always say how big he is all the time. Popped his weight and his age into one of those percentile, or sorry, not percentile, percentile calculators, Mike. Yes, yes. He is, at the time, I I think at five and a half months or something, he was the 88th percentile for height. Oh. And 99.6th percentile for weight. Holy crap. So that's a world-class child right there, Mike. (laughs) You should start entering him in like county fairs and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But we did have him weighed today, and he has not gained any weight. So I'm sure he's dropped a little bit, maybe like 98th percentile now. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they say because now he's so much more active that he's actually burning more calories than he's taking in or something like that. So Mm. he's just trying to be inspired like you, Mike. Yep. Well, you know, I'm glad to hear that my weight loss journey has inspired others, especially Ben. Like, yeah. I mean, he's a chunker. He really needs to to, take, to lose yeah. some of that weight. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's got to hit the gym. That's right. He and I can put, we can go, uh, we can go together. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. When that's I right. decide that I'm going to. And he also, he also does this one other thing now. Tiff calls it him being a dragon, but he basically growls all the time now. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, he'll do like a. Arr! All the time, because that's what we would always do to him. Right. And so now he's echoing it back to us, and it's just really funny to watch. You'll have to see it when you come over. With William, William has started doing the same echoing thing, okay. but it's, there's no dragon. You can tell that the, the difference between maturity of you and, and myself is the echoing from him is... Uh, oh, yeah, Ben's got that, too. <laughs> yep, so so he's all about the... And uh, he's not very good at it. So it's mostly him just going like, and like spitting everywhere. Right? <laughs> but he so, gets the odd little like, yeah, the odd little, yes. <laughs> like he'll yeah. do it. It's pretty funny. And then that we're so funny. proud of him for doing it. He was like, oh, he made the fart sound. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard, I heard he got a new toy the other day. Oh, yes. From like the mom sale. Yes. Yes, we got him one of the Jolly Jumpers. And he and loves it. He loves it. He actually got to try your Jolly Jumper when Laura was over there last week. And it was funny because because of that. Like, he loved that jumper when he was there with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we got hit one for him, we were setting it up. And he's sitting there in his little bounce chair watching us set it up. And you can see the realization on his face once we started setting up like the actual little basket bit and the uh the 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 spring part that he's like oh this is this is the thing this is the thing (laughs) and you can see the feet starting to go like he's just raring to go he's he's ready for it he knows what it is so we set that up and and we got him we didn't get the one that you guys have because you guys had the one that like hooks into the door frame yeah um we got the one that's on like a, like a pyramid, not a pyramid, but like a little tripod. It's got so its, its own it's, stand, basically. 
Exactly. Yeah. Which has its own advantages and disadvantages because it takes up a lot of space. <laughs> but but on the same token, it is we can fold it up and move it out of the way very easily. Yeah. So there's that. The only issue is is that we discussed this and we're like, why didn't they include this? I, it's probably some stupid reason, like I don't know, safety. But it, it's got these metal bars that you use to hold the legs in place. Okay. And to to fold it up, you have to unscrew the bars and and then fold the the legs up that way. And it's like the rest of it is built to be folded up. The only thing that prevents it from being folded is this bar that you have to unscrew. Why couldn't that bar be like like the bit on a ladder? You know, there's that bar that goes across and you just kind of punk it up and then you can oh, fold the yeah, ladder up. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, why doesn't it have that? Assuming we're assuming it's safety. You know, like just some, but I mean, yeah. I, they, they, I assume those are safe because ladders are supposed to be safe. So, yeah, and, it, and it's not like the kid is going to just unlatch it while he's yeah. in the uh, in the jumper. He's gonna bounce so hard. Yeah, that he's uh, see, I definitely shut- thought you guys were gonna get the same one as us because it's like, doesn't your your kitchen have like a an archway basically that you could hook it onto? It does, but we talked about it, and it came down to the fact that like. You guys had to put something extra there, right? Like, you had to put, like, a board or something. Well, there, right? I ended up putting, yeah, one by one on either side just because our, um, oh, my brain's not working, Mike, but our edging, it has yeah. to be, I think, uh, one and a half centimeters, and our edging was only one centimeter. Right. So, I just put it there for safety. I'm sure it would have been fine, but, yeah, I mean, it took me, like, five minutes, so. Right. So, Laura saw that, and she's like, well, I don't want to add wood or something to the wall and i'm like okay whatever i get yeah, it fair. We, we have enough projects that involve construction that we currently don't do and ignore constantly <laughs> so yeah. let's not add another one let's just yeah. get the thing that folds up and and go from there so that's that's what we ended up getting and and he loves that thing so well that's good yeah that's good has he gotten to the point now when if you do you leave it up most of the time we leave it up during the day and we fold it up at night. Oh, okay. I was going to so say, that do way get, we don't... Is, he, is he at the point now when you walk by it and all of a sudden he sees it and his head just like just follows it? He just like, I want this. I want to go in this now. Yeah. If he's sitting next to it, he's just staring at it. Yeah. And of course, our cats are stupid and they attack it. Yeah. Because, well, you know, are, cats, cats are, are dumb. dumb. Yeah. But uh, today there was no bouncing. Today was a day of no bouncing. Yeah. So what happened, Mike? So today, William got his vaccines okay and it's not been a good day for william <laughs> we'll say <laughs> the actually it actually started before before he got his vaccines too we were playing with him and he had one of his his milestones today is he actually was able to roll from his back onto his front oh, and nice. and he's never been able to do that before because he always got stuck on his arm like he'd roll and then his arm would kind of get in the way and he he just couldn't quite get the arm out of the way and finish the roll. Right. So, so we have video of him like just like, like trying to get past this 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 roll, and then right. he, fi- he finally did it. But the whole time he was like, like like just just not happy about it. But he finally did it, and we were like, hooray! It's great! It's a great day for William. Meanwhile, we're like, in an hour, you're gonna get stuck with two needles. <laughs> so, you know. So we went to the doctor, and it was interesting because not only was this an appointment for William, this became a secret 
not secret, but kind of ambush appointment for me as well. We've been trying to get me in at Laura's doctor, like because Laura's family doctor is also William's family doctor. Right. And I had a different family doctor before Laura and I met, but he just kind of let me go one day. Like it was what, this stupid thing where they sent me a letter because I didn't get sick for like two years or something like that. I never needed to go to the doctor. Sure, yeah. So they sent me a letter that was like, do you still want to be our patient? Check yes, check no, check maybe. I don't know. I have no idea what the letter actually said because I never received the letter. And then one day I called up my doctor's office and said, hey, I want to come in because I'm not feeling well. And they're like, oh, well, you're not our patient. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm not your patient? They're like, well, we sent you a letter that said you have to let us know by this date, which had long passed by this point. Sure, yeah. That you you still want to be our patient. I'm like, well, I never saw the letter and I would like to be your patient still. And they're like, oh, well, we're not accepting new patients. I'm like, I'm not a new patient. I'm an old patient. That's like, what kind the- of... I, is that legal? Like that, Apparently. That seems so illegal. I Obviously, yeah. it's not. But I, I guess. I mean, maybe it is, and I just should have fought it. But, I mean, maybe do I don't want to be at the doctor's office that just drops me at the drop yeah, of a hat. Like, but, uh, wow, that's weird. Yeah. So, I like for years, if I ever needed to go to the doctor, which has only been like two occasions, yeah. I went to just a free clinic. And now we were able to finally get me in with Laura's doctor, which I also think is Tiff's doctor as well. That's one in Ancaster, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, I think it is. Well, it's Ben's for sure, and I think it's yeah. Tiff's too. Yeah, so they, we all have the same doctor. So get on the trolley, Chris. Except for me. I'm yeah. sticking with my old school doctor. <laughs> yeah, well, wait till he sends you a letter. I, I like I like her bloodletting and <laughs> leeches method of, of uh, healing, oh, you know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, say no more. So I went there today and I officially, it was my official meeting with her to be like a patient as well. So between Williams, his things, because there was nurses coming in to administer the vaccines and stuff. Right. Between them coming in, the doctor would pop in and be like, okay, like we're going to go over your medical history and then like we'll figure out if you have any medical issues that we need to, to look into. So basically the synopsis synopsis of everything was, is that in 10 years, I'm going to have to start getting checked for prostate cancer. Because yeah, my dad sense. had prostate cancer, and you're supposed to check 10 years before they found out that they had prostate cancer, essentially, is the way you should start screening. So, oh, okay. so yeah, so he had his prostate cancer in his 50s, so I need to get started checking in my 40s. That's an exciting conversation <laughs> to, to have. <laughs> like, oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to, to you uh, sticking see, I, your finger. I always thought that prostate ch- cancer and stuff was supposed to start when you were 40 anyway. Not not guess, the cancer, yeah. uh, the the checking the, the, the for the checking cancer. for it, yeah, yeah. So so that's well, getting, there you go. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So that'll get checked at some point, well, ten years from now, apparently. Yeah. So I'll let you know how that goes if we're still doing this podcast in ten years. <laughs> um, and then um, the other thing was, she's like, "Do you have any concerns about anything that might be happening?" And I mentioned to her that I've lost a lot of weight lately, and she's like, "Like on purpose?" And I'm like, "Oh yes, yes, definitely on purpose." Because she was like, because if you lost that much weight by accident, like, you know, there could be some serious yeah, that, issues. Yeah, that's never a good thing. No. So she, I asked if that was if that was okay. And she's like, well, what did you do to do it? And I'm like, I just stopped. Like, I just watched my caloric intake. And she's like, no, you're fine. My recommendation would be to to exercise more. And I'm like, okay. She's like, like, I don't mean like go crazy and go to the gym and, you know, build up your six pack. I just mean that like, 
you spent so much time not using those muscles because you were a fat guy that they're very weak and you should really do something to add some, some, you know, some strength to them. So I, I think I'm going to start, you know, doing some sit-ups and some push-ups to rebuild right. some muscles because apparently mine have atrophied and died <laughs> over the years. So, wow, that's dark. Yes. I mean, she didn't say those words, but... Uh, she, not even, she hinted strongly at those yeah. particular words. Yeah. Well, you can, so. you can just do exercises with William, right? Like lay on your back and lift him and up just, in the air. And oh, Yeah, because he's steadily getting bigger, right? By the time he's 16 pounds, like he'll be like, okay, I can handle this weight. And then he'll gain some more weight. Yeah. And he'll be like, okay, I can handle this new weight. That's so, what yeah. I feel like with Ben. I feel like I'm so much stronger now because you're always carrying him around everywhere, right? So yeah. it can be the same thing with you. Mm-hmm. So this could, be, this could be a new fitness program. There right? we go. We, we, we'll both yeah. start this up, and we'll write we'll write a book, and we'll be yeah. billionaires. There, well, there was a point to this, and the point was is that William got his vaccinations. Yeah, and he started out very upset, as you can imagine. Sure. One thing yeah. that the one thing I thought was very funny was our doctor. She had a nurse. They did it. They did. They had two shots that they had to give him, and they gave him the shots simultaneously, so he didn't have to get two shots, you know, one right after the other. But the doctor gave the shot that quote unquote hurts more to the nurse, so that she's like, "This baby's got to like me, so you give him the one that hurts more, so that because <laughs> you know." Because again, you know, she's gonna she's going to see the baby numerous times over the years, right? So she wants the baby to like her. So she's like, "You give him the one that hurts, so that the baby doesn't like you, but still likes me." So that's awesome. So he he was not a fan at first, and we actually got him to calm down pretty quick. We gave him some some milk and like we we packed up some milk like planning for this, and and he calmed down pretty quick. And then he slept on the car ride home, and he was fine. And then at like. I don't know, like five o'clock, it just sort of hit him all of a sudden, like, oh, my legs hurt. My legs hurt a lot. And it's been touch and go fun times with with William ever since. I mean, you had messaged me earlier in the day and you were like, hey, we're still good to record it at this time. And I'm like, yep, it'll be fine. And then suddenly everything was up in the air. So that's so, weird. That's weird that it would like go away and then come back. But I guess, I don't know, maybe he banged him or something like that. Who knows? Well, I think it has something to do with the fact that, I mean, like, you get a shot. I mean, actually, that's another fun thing. I got a shot today, too. I got an ambush tetanus shot. <laughs> well, we were at the doctor. She's like, when was the last time you had your shots? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, well, then you're going to get a tetanus shot. I'm like, great. <laughs> Take so, this. <laughs> yeah, so I got a tetanus shot. Um, but were you like, brave, though, Mike? <laughs> I did definitely fake cry the second. Like, like I, I cried the same way that he did when I got my tetanus <laughs> shot on purpose. But, yes, so... So I, I, she, he, the thing is, is, you know, and this happened the last time he got vaccinations too, is a few hours later, he suddenly realized, oh, this still hurts kind of a thing. Right. And, and he's basically been like on and off inconsolable, like just, he's crying and, and then we give him like, we don't give him something, but we like, we took him in the bath and we like massaged his legs to like help him feel better. And then he falls asleep. And the, the question bath? is, no, not in the bath. Oh, like we okay. get him out of the bath. We don't give him a massage in the bath either. But we, we get him out and it's just kind of like he, he screams and we're like, okay, he's not going to fall asleep. What do we do? And then he just kind of conks out. Okay. Like, I, I don't know if he's passing out or if he's just so tired that he's like, I'm done. And he's zonked. Mm-hmm. So he, he he passes out and he's out for 
you know, 40 minutes or so. And then he wakes up screaming again, like just so upset. And, and like, of course he did it while I'm in the middle of cooking dinner. And I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to run over. And cause Laura's pumping at the same time. And I'm right. like, who's, how do we get him? How do we get him? She just stopped pumping and went to get him so I could finish cooking. Cause I mean, I'm standing there with like food in the frying pan, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you can't really leave it. That's a safety yeah. hazard. Yeah. Yeah. You take care of that bit. So, yeah. but. But uh, I was surprised because I was like, I don't think I'm going to make the time that we that we were agreed to because you have to go to bed early because you're getting up to get out of here early tomorrow. Yeah. So you were like, okay, well, if you're too late, then I'm not going to be around and we'll figure (laughs) out how we'll do this later. Yeah. But thankfully, she's like, you know what? Like He's settled down. He sort of fell asleep again. She's like, keep your phone on. And if. If I really need to, to really need you, I'll text you. So I don't know if you've noticed because we do the podcast over cameras. Every so often while you're talking, I'm staring at my phone because I'm yeah. checking to see if she's texting me to be like, you need to come up here. Uh, I will say that the two things that she texted me were, don't forget my corrections. <laughs> so <laughs> Wow, okay. Yes, to, to which I responded, I read your notes. Uh, I might have mangled them. And she said, oh, God, I'm going to have to correct my corrections. <laughs> so expect that on next week's episode. Yeah. She also sent me an article that I, I think is interesting, but I don't know if I have time to try to figure out what it's about and then paraphrase it on the show without reading it verbatim. It is from Glamour. The website is Glamour.com. And the article is called That Weird Thing That Happens to Your Vagina After You Give Birth. Why does no one talk about this? And, like, I mean, I guess we could talk about it, but I, I think I'd like to research it a little more yeah, before we're, I just... Yeah, pretty, we're pretty deep into this podcast already. Yeah, like, so... So, yeah, maybe next week we'll talk about yeah, that weird thing yeah. that happens to your vagina. And then the corrections to the corrections. And just, but <laughs> yes, so much to look forward to next week. <laughs> yes, and then I'll give you an update on how the rest of the night went. We're we're really hoping that he goes down yeah. and, and goes have to you sleep. is he allowed to have uh, Tylenol like the baby Tylenol? We we had it. We had the baby Tylenol, but when we originally bought it, which was for the last time he got an injection, yeah, uh, he was too small because there's like a weight limit. Yeah, I think before it's like you can use 15 it, fifteen pounds or something, isn't it? Yeah, like so that. so we used it for him tonight. So we're going to see how that goes. We mixed it into some of his milk because he wasn't going to take it through the the actual like the syringe. Syringe thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we mixed it into his milk. He seems to be doing okay, but last I saw him, he was still kind of having issues. But at the same time, I just checked my phone and I do not have any texts from Laura yeah. being like, you should come help me from like 20 minutes ago that I forgot to check. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm assuming... Yeah, I'm well, here's hoping. Here's hoping that Tom kicked crossed. in and he's all good. Hopefully, hopefully. I can update you guys on that next week, but I think that should do it here for this week's episode of Part-Time Marriage, Full-Time Dads, because Chris has got to get to sleep. That's right. Got a big trip tomorrow. Got to get. That's gotta right. be on my, on my game. Off to New Jersey. Yeah. Got to ch- change the world. That's right. It's the, um, the bodybuilding competition, correct? Uh, yeah. How did you know? Well, you know, it's New Jersey, right? Yeah, You're yeah. all about t-shirt time and GTL and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I gotta right? get I gotta get there early enough I can get my sweet spray tan. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimernerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, and your favorite podcast listening service. 
if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even to tell us what we said was dead wrong so that we can make corrections, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerds at fulltimedads.com or you can reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at ptnerdsftdads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you soon. Good episode there, Mike. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. I try, and I, you know, you did a great job too. And I'll have to figure out this vagina thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll, we'll lead with that next one. Yeah. You're going to have to come up with a title for this podcast. L- Laura calls out Chris. <laughs> and then next week's episode can be called We Lead with the Vagina Thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>